Welcome to the Savvy Scribe Podcast. I am so glad you're here. Before we start the show, if you're interested, we have a free Facebook group called Savvy Nurse Writer Community. I appreciate you following and listening to me today. And I would love if you would subscribe via iTunes. And if you love our show, can I ask you for a review? Select ratings and reviews and write a review. It's that simple. I would love to read your review and it helps other nurses like you find our podcast. Thanks so much. Hello, my savvy nurse writers, and welcome to another workshop slash podcast episode, but this one I'm solo. I'm going to tell you guys today how to go about approaching the article that you're about to write, the research and the outline for it, because there's so many ways you can do this, but I'm going to show you what I do. And again, you can do what you want to do as you develop your writing style over time. So the research and editing, research and outlining of articles is the biggest thing you have to do before you write because the writing is almost the easy part in a sense, but actually researching and putting together a strategic outline is important for you to make sure you are answering what you need to answer in the article. So today I made up an article. It's gonna be called, because it's, it's summertime right now, it's gonna be called, Deadly Bug Bites for Kids. And notice I didn't make a very title like grabbing or anything like that. You can do that later. This is all part of the naming convention that you can do for a title for an article. There's so many ways you can go about it. But right now, all I want to do is start the research on a deadly bug bite for a kid and putting together a few of them to tell my audience X number of deadly bug bites that you should probably get treatment on, whatever that might look like. So Let's start by doing a Google search. If you're on the live workshop with me, we're gonna walk through this together. So I search deadly bug bites for kids, enter. Google, on the right side, you can click something called tools. And when that button is clicked, it will come down and give you two little carrot options. One says anytime. Now I'm gonna change this to the past year. And then I'm gonna to start to scroll down. My first thing that comes up is WebMD. So of course, that's a great thing to, to reference if I'm trying to reference it. But we also have to be mindful of our client. So if our client is a competitor of WebMD, we do not want to use WebMD. Same thing with Medscape. I like their title of their article, Bug Bites, Seven Bug Bites You Need to Know baby center, what to expect, thehealthy.com, everyday health. I mean, these the things go on and on and on. So I need to think about now, now that I'm going to find some bug bites, okay, I'm going to use Medscape for this research. Yikes, these look ugly. They're citing a ton of stuff. Oh, gross. Why do you pick this? <laughs> so let's start with lice looks like one. I'm literally just kind of ill. Fire ants. Mites. Ticks. Lyme disease. 
because of ticks. More ticks. So ticks, it's like a, a big thing <laughs> to focus on. Bed bugs, Ugh. gross. So those are some bug bites you need to know, but I'm looking at deadly, right? Deadly, what's something deadly? Most dangerous ones to watch out for this summer. I'm going to look there. Because a mosquito, yeah, if we get Zika, we could die. If we get Lyme disease, we can die. But let's, those, those are two that are coming to mind. But ones I'm going to die from. Ooh, the black widow spider. There you go. Tarantulas. Why did, why did I do this again, guys? The African bee. Mosquitoes again. If we're thinking West Nile, Zika, we guess I guess we should list the mosquito. A red fire ant. Can we die from that? I don't think we can die. Definitely not something I want to hang around. Definitely something I don't want my kids to be around. But I don't think we're going to die. So I'm going to eliminate that from my search. Again, wasps, we don't like them, but unless you're allergic to bees, I don't think you can die. Brown recluse spider, you can die because of the venom. Ew, scorpions, yes, something you could die. So these are how I'm coming up with these ideas. Then I'm gonna, I'm gonna do a scorpion bite. Now, mind you, in this article, I didn't say treatment. I didn't say anything else except about the bites. So deadly bites for kids. But I do want to touch on maybe the symptoms of a scorpion bite and how to avoid it. Okay, so that's going to be part of my outline. So I'm going to go back to my article. And I'm going to put like one scorpion bite. And then I'm going to talk about um, symptoms, like what it looks like, and how to avoid. Okay, we can write a whole nother article on the actual treatment for these deadly bug bites. But right now, we're going to talk about them. And we're going to talk about the symptoms of them and how to avoid them. Okay, so then I'm going deeper into the scorpion bite. So I don't, this is like, I don't know anything about scorpions. I live in Ohio. We don't have scorpions, but I'm a health writer. So I should know like how to find my information. So this is how I'm doing it. Okay, so Healthline is giving me some great things. Symptoms and side effects. Symptoms are intense pain, tingling and numbness, swelling around the sting. There's a couple ways I can do this. And then also like symptoms of widespread venom can include, we, we definitely want to include those too. So we can cite Healthline according to healthline.com, link it. And if you're on the live right now, I will show you how to do this. 
you just put according to healthline.com, comma, you highlight healthline.com and you click the link and put the link in it. That's called in-text citation. And at the end of it, we'll do a little, you know, reference sheet, we'll put references, and then under there, put that link in there. So people can go to those. Um, okay, so we got our symptoms. Now I'm gonna copy them and paste them, but I would never just copy and paste and, and put it in here. This is just for my research right now. Okay, there's my symptoms. Okay, I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna use something else for, for how to avoid. Blue sky test. They seem to be an expert in this because they, um, they're pest control. Okay, here's how to minimize our risk of being stung by a bark scorpion. Blech, yuck, <laughs> guys, I did, I did. All right, so according to poison and drug information, 33% of scorpion sting victims were in the bedroom, 24 in the living room and six in the bathroom. So this is how we're going to protect ourselves from getting bit. I'm gonna cite that study too, because that's pretty, I can't believe someone did a study on it. So that's awesome. Again, copy paste, but I would never do this. So you could copy and paste, but you always wanna put according to and paraphrase. What we mean by paraphrase is to go in and change the words, give the same idea, but change the words. And that's it. That's how I'm starting my outline. I'm gonna do that for every one of my bites until I know the article's either long enough or gives enough information to answer those deadly bug bites for kids. And then I'm gonna change up my title. X deadly bug bites, maybe five deadly bug bites for kids and how to avoid them. Something like that. Like I I'd probably make it even better than that. And that's it. Then we take our time, we go through the research, we do our paraphrasing, we do our first ugly draft, and then we go back and we do an intro and a conclusion. So that ideally we're gonna read it again, make sure that our reader could understand about these deadly bug bites and how to avoid them with credible evidence-based sites and citations so that all the information is correct and legit. I hope this helps you guys. I hope you go and write many articles. If you're wondering if you're on the live workshop right now, what the heck I'm writing in this doesn't look like a Google Doc. It's not. It's called ClickUp. ClickUp is the project management software I use every day in my business. And it keeps all my ideas in one place as well as all my client projects in one place. So when I'm writing an article, I put this in here under my client stuff so that I know where it is all the time. Then I'll put it into Google, Google Doc later, but this lets me stay in one platform all the time. Thank you guys so much. If you like what you're listening to, please, please come on the podcast, go to iTunes and leave us a review. I am so grateful for all of you all the time and good luck with everything. Check us out more at SavvyNurseWriter.com and you can get more workshops like this and live trainings that I'm always doing. Take care.
Miss Abby's Bride Podcast. A podcast for healthcare professionals who are interested in starting their own health writing businesses. I'm Janine, a registered nurse and your host. I'm a labor and delivery nurse, mom to these two incredible boys, wife to my best friend, and owner of two crazy Great Danes. I help nurses discover freelance writing as an extra income opportunity with help from my guests. Join us over on Facebook in the group Savvy Nurse Writer Community or SavvyNurseWriter.com to join our course and membership to create your own profitable writing business. Enjoy the show! That's a wrap for today's episode of The Savvy Scribe. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed today's show, we'd love for you to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. Until next time. Again, thank you for listening. If you're ready to explore freelance writing as your next PRN job or even full time, I invite you to check out our Savvy Nurse Writer community on Facebook and visit SavvyNurseWriter.com to help you get started today.